show is here. Yo, our mission is clear. It's time to change healthcare. Have no fear. Today is the day. This is the hour. Together, you know we've got the power. Drop the silos. We're all the same team. Experience, business, tech, and marketing. How can anyone be satisfied with the way things have always been? Yeah, we tried. So join us now. Join the revolution. Consumer first health is the evolution. Status quo, more like status. No. Yeah, this is the healthcare rap. Y'all, come on, let's go. New choices, new platforms, new care models. In the healthcare of tomorrow, consumers win. But who will design it? What will it look like? And how long will it take? We're here to answer those questions with some provocative thinking about how to create the healthcare that people actually want. Ready to roll up your sleeves, look at the world a little differently, and explore the frontiers of consumer health together? Join us. This is the Healthcare Wrap. Hey, it's Jared Johnson from Shift Forward Health, and here's what's going to go down today. We have the flavor of the week about Best Buy offering its first prescription-based medical device. Can their partnerships with virtual care platforms and pharmacy tech providers deliver not just on continuous glucose monitors, but on simplifying the process for other devices down the road? I'll talk about that. Then Marcos Demiciano joins me to discuss what Clear is doing in healthcare. Clear isn't just at airports. They're bringing their vision for removing friction to healthcare experiences. Marcos shares how they can empower consumer centricity and what it can mean for consumers when identity isn't such a mystery anymore. You won't want to miss this one, so it's time to dive right in. Are you ready? Let's go. Flavor of the week. Do you get the feeling that Best Buy is still early in unveiling its healthcare ambitions? The consumer electronics giant announced it will soon offer a convenient way for eligible customers to get prescription continuous glucose monitoring systems delivered right to their home. Lots of partners are involved here. The process is facilitated by Wheel, a leading virtual care platform focused on delivering consumer-centric care, and Healthdyne, a pharmacy technology provider. Best Buy will sell the Dexcom G7 continuous glucose monitoring system to eligible customers for $179.99 for 30-day supply. Using devices like Dexcom G7 means no finger sticks, real-time glucose monitoring, and the ability to make smarter decisions about controlling diabetes. Notably, this is the first time that Best Buy will offer prescription-based medical devices, with more CGM system options aimed to come soon after launch. At this time, they won't accept insurance payments, but customers with HSA, FSA, or HRA funds may be able to be reimbursed. One thing I like about this announcement is that Best Buy appears to be continuing its trajectory of offering a limited menu of healthcare products and services that align with their strengths. They're not trying to be something that they aren't, nor are they trying to be everything to everybody. Like their acquisition of current health, their selling of over-the-counter hearing devices, and their rollout of Geek Squad agents, they're addressing consumers' health needs that are closer to home. And maybe that's one reason why this announcement hits closer to home for me. I have loved ones who use CGMs daily. So anything that can alleviate any of the pain of the diabetes care experience is a win in my book. Yes, I'm still bullish for Best Buy and other trusted consumer brands to make inroads that are below the sight line of major health systems and their legacy thinking. The question is, will other brands follow suit? Could Amazon and Walmart do the same thing, for instance? They definitely have the e-commerce infrastructure in place, as well as the partnerships to make it happen. Don't be surprised if we see a wave of low-key announcements like this coming from outside the establishment in the next 12 months. Let's identify more ways to simplify how everyday people get access to the medical products that they need. That's another way that we'll build the healthcare of tomorrow. And that's the flavor of the Week. The flow, the flow, the flow. 
All right, everyone, let's get into the flow. I'm here with Marcos Demisiano. Marcos is from Clear. Marcos, welcome to the Healthcare Wrap. Thanks, Jared. Excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about where you are, what you're doing, and we'll get into what Clear is doing. But first and foremost, help us under, you know introduce yourself a little bit personally and professionally. Sure. So Marcos Demisiano, Senior Director of Business Development at Clear, really focused on building our healthcare partnerships. Personally, I was born in Brazil, speak fluent Portuguese. Moved to the U.S. when I was about two, so really stay close to the culture. Love a good Brazilian steakhouse. Professionally, sort of fell into healthcare. I was working in digital marketing for a while. Got a call from a recruiter to work at a company called Vitals, which was eventually acquired by WebMD, and really fell in love with solving major healthcare challenges through consumer-facing technology. So I think I'm one of those lucky people that gets to work in a space that I'm passionate. I get to you know work in technology, but also healthcare and really help patients. So it's, it's really exciting. I love that. Well, I imagine along the way, we've been asking a lot of our guests about career advice that has helped them either influence a choice or a decision as they were getting to where they are now. Does anything come to mind about some career advice you've received along the way that has stuck with you over the years? Yeah, one of the best pieces of advice was from an old boss. And basically, he said, never assume. And I think he would constantly remind me that it's better to overprepare, ask questions, don't assume. And I think we make the mistake of assuming a lot, and that leads to miscommunication. But you know, my theory is no one's ever going to tell you that you're overprepared. So just ask questions, confirm, make sure that we're on the same page. It can help you a lot throughout your career. I love that. I'd love to set the stage here today because we, we do want to talk about, first and foremost, why Clear is, saw an opportunity in healthcare and kind of what Clear is doing there. Maybe it'll help just to start with a, a layperson's definition of what Clear does and why it's different. And then we'll go from there. Yeah, absolutely. So yes, it is the same Clear that you know from the airport. But to sort of take it a step back, Clear is really a secure identity company with a mission to unlock frictionless secure experiences. And so we do that by verifying that you are who you are. We're best known for the airport, for airport presence, as you mentioned, but we've really expanded into digital where everything happens within your mobile phone. And so when you think about a lot of the solutions that are out there that are tackling different elements of identity, I suppose, Clear has this existing brand that's been in basically running for about 13 years. And we have 17 million members that span 54 airports, partnerships with Avis, LinkedIn, University Health Miami, Wellstar, Health Gorilla, and a few other partners. So we have this robust set of existing pre-verified members that can reuse their identity to unlock additional experiences. And so when you think about healthcare, it's really looking into how do we replace the clipboard and deliver an entirely reimagined patient experience and empower providers to devote more time to their patients' care. It's why are we spending so much time filling out papers, re-showing our IDs? There's got to be an easier way, and that's what Clear's looking to solve. Talk to us about the vision here. You talked about removing friction from healthcare experiences. What is Clear's vision here? Yeah, so, I mean, just like you said, there is tons of fragmentation in healthcare. When you look at the different portals, EMRs, platforms, telehealth, there's so many places that patients have to go. And a patient's data and identity, they live in all of these different places. And they're oftentimes just completely disconnected, which is why you have to then fill out the same information. Beyond the patient experience being complicated, you know, we often ask people, like, when's the last time you called an airline to book a flight or check status? And I know that I'm, I'm simplifying all the things that we make phone calls for in healthcare, but why are we still making so many phone calls in healthcare? And so we spoke to a system the other day. They said we have about 7 million phone calls a year. They're not the biggest system, but it's shocking just to think about how much administrative time goes into tasks that 
we could enable you know individuals to do on their own. And so Clear can create this unified, interoperable identity that can be used across consumer and patient ecosystems. So enabling patients to access their medical records without needing to fill out a ton of forms, easily accessing multiple portals and systems seamlessly. Identity is foundational to who you are, but when you think about healthcare, it's more than just your face and your government ID or your license. It's your immunization records, your medical history, the medications you take, insurance, and, and so much more, right? So we're enabling a more secure, streamlined experience with identity at the core, right? So a similar story, I, my wife is eight months pregnant and we were at a doctor appointment recently. We literally went from floor three to floor one and had to fill out the same information, show her ID all over again. And, and again, I was, here I am as a patient experiencing this, just thinking like, we have to make this better. So the impact beyond, you know, when we talk about this, this experience, because Clear is really known for that consumer experience. It's the cost of status quo is what we look at. So when you think about the cost of duplicate records, phone calls for password resets, or the challenges with the person just creating a digital account or accessing a check-in experience, there's major downstream implications when we do not solve for these problems. So we're really looking at the ways that we can drive impact, not only to patients, but to healthcare organizations as well. Well, first and foremost, congrats on the little one coming soon. That's exciting. Yes, baby girl in November. I'm excited and nervous at the same time. (laughs) As well, you should be. That, that's outstanding, though. That's so great. When these types of conversations, at least conversations about patient experience, were happening several years ago, five years ago, say, and it was an acknowledgement that, oh, well, maybe to your point, like the whole status quo part, maybe there is a better way to do this where it's not like nobody's ever asked or nobody's ever thought we could improve, but maybe there wasn't a clear way to do it, a way to actually implement. A better way. And so things just fell by the wayside or, or they were reprioritized compared to other things. I'm thinking that this vision, I don't think anyone would disagree that it's important. And so the fact that there's a way to do this and remove some friction here is exciting. It's something to think about here. What, what is different or unique about Clear's approach, like what you want to do here? What, you know, why is this different than others who may have attempted to to make any part of this experience easier? Yeah, it's a great question. So, you know, being that we started in the airport, which is one of the most secure environments when you think about and regulate it alongside healthcare, security is front and center for us. So I think a lot of what's out there, there's a lot of question around security, especially especially when you look at some of the things that have happened alongside MGM and Caesars and all these hacks. But Beyond that, our networked identity, which is this concept of being able to reuse your identity across healthcare, is rather unique, right? People are oftentimes having to do the same thing over and over again, whereas with us, let's democratize your identity, right? So we also have a loved brand that is known for the consumer experience, which builds immediate trust. Usually when I tell people I work at Clear, they're like, oh my God, I love Clear, you've saved me so many times from missing a flight. So when you combine that obsession with the patient experience, a growing number of pre-verified members and this you know, experienced identity solution, the possibilities are endless. I think we're really the perfect solution to come in sort of from the outside to solve some of these key problems. But we have an existing base of users uh, and, and members that are using us across different platforms. So I think that's really a unique part of what we do. All right, so so how does this work then? Let's say I'm working at a health system and I'm interested in in learning how I can partner with Clear. Walk, walk me through what happens. In a partnership with Clear, I think what we would do is work closely with the entire staff member, you know, team to really determine like what are your key pain points. And oftentimes we land on patient experience 
high administrative costs, and even things like duplicate records. So we would start to look deeper into your patient like what are the total number of patients that you have? How big are the pain points? And what are the different solutions that we can offer? So, you know, at the highest level, we are really, you know, identifying who a person is. But what we can do is start to unlock specific experiences. So we'll then partner with those systems to, you know, integrate our solutions deeper within their digital ecosystem and then also partner with them on ways of what how do we get the messaging out to patients and how do we partner together to make this really a true partnership where we're able to engage with their member base and get that information out so people know that they can now use clear within this this healthcare ecosystem. Yeah, I'm fascinated by something you just brought up about the trusted brand that clear is where you don't have to explain who you are or what you do where people are like I, I'm sure you do get that all the time. Thank you. We love you. <laughs> you know, you've made my life easier. It's amazing what happens when you offer something that does make people's lives easier. And you know, I think about this a lot about how if this was easy to do, if it was easy to remo- reduce friction from healthcare, somebody would have already done it. It would be easier across the board. And yes, we're making impacts kind of on the on the fringes, if you will, in small pockets here and there. There are some solutions out there. There are ways to reduce friction. There are team members devoted to it. There are task forces. And there's a lot of effort going on here, but it's not easy. So when we know how complex it can be, what advantages can there be for a company like Clear to come in from outside healthcare and offer a way to reduce some of this complexity? Yeah, I think we can easily get stuck in this healthcare bubble mindset. I mean, healthcare is known for so much, but the consumer experience often gets lost. And I can't blame healthcare. It's just, it's complex, right? So Clear brings this obsession with reducing friction across different verticals like airport and digital trust. And it allows us to think differently and bring unique solutions to key problems. So sometimes when we're working with systems, we're sort of looking at our different partners, LinkedIn and other other partners that we have to sort of look at like, how are they doing things? And it also allows us to bring a trusted advisor approach to what we're doing. So we're not just healthcare. We're able to bring thoughts from other verticals and other partners, which I think is valuable because... What healthcare wants more than anything is to drive consumerization, and it's always been a challenge, right? Like people don't think great consumer experience healthcare, but we need to get there. And so there's a lot of incredible insights that can be brought from a company that's really been very much consumer focused, as well as some of the other verticals that we work in. This is the first time I'm actually working at. It's been a really long time since I've worked for a non-healthcare organization. And, you know, at first you're kind of nervous, but it's really amazing to get insights from other folks. And different team members. So we, br- I think we really bring that approach to everything we do. Oh, no, I like that a lot. And, and I do think there's value in it. It's a conversation that can sometimes go a little sideways if, if we don't provide context for people and say, like, this, this is why it's worth talking to somebody who isn't stuck in that healthcare bubble, to your point. And that's one reason it's interesting to hear brands that can come in and offer a solution that, that can solve some of this complexity, especially. Are there... Are there opportunities for other types of organizations besides 
hospital or health system? Are there other types of healthcare organizations that it makes sense to partner with that that you speak with, or is this really focused on like you know traditional health systems? No, there's actually there are health information exchanges that we're working with that we're partnering with. So right, they're responsible for managing large volumes of data and how do we they enable patients to prove who they are if they want to access that information, their medical records, for example. There are data platforms that are out there that are building out basically like digital front doors, right, for their partners. And so they could tap in and use Clear to manage identity for them. So we're not just sort of working with health systems and payers. We're also able to go across digital health platforms. So any organization that is, you know, has an access point for whether it's a patient or employee or provider, it's not just patients, that we can partner with them to make that experience better, safer, more secure, and really allow them to delight their customers and create a better experience. So yeah, it's it's sort of like everything healthcare in many ways. Um, and we've it's interesting because when I joined, the first thing I said was clear healthcare. As I got deeper, I really started to see the problem, but also the different places that we can help the different pain points that we can solve. So like I mentioned, health information exchanges, right? They're managing tons of data for people. They want to give someone access. You have to make sure that they are who they say they are, right? A lot of these healthcare data aggregators, data platforms that are in the healthcare space, they're doing a lot of back-end data work. But what about front-end? How do we enable consumers to be able to verify their identity and unlock experiences? So yeah, there's actually a pretty wide variety of partners that we can work with. I love that that thought because we've often talked on this show about the need to build the pipes first to lay the foundation, to lay the structure, redo the plumbing, if you will, in healthcare. And then we have to make sure we understand we don't get distracted by by that so much that we forget about why we're doing that. And why we're doing that is that we are trying to build on top of that foundation the reason that we want to reduce friction in data exchange and in patient experience efforts is so that healthcare can be easier for an everyday person to experience. And they don't care about the complexity. <laughs> you know, They just want it to be easier. They don't want to know all the history of why things are still so challenging. They just want it to be easier. And I, and I say they in third person, I'm included in that. You know, I want to know just the fact that, hey, it's a little easier to do this this time. And it doesn't have to be as difficult as it has been. So knowing that, I'd, I'd love to you know just think about where Clear is headed from now. Is there anything you can share about where Clear is headed in the next, say, six to 12 months? One of our visions is to build this sort of credit card acceptance network, right, that we were talking about, democratizing data across the platform. So, sports, digital trust, financial services. But all of this benefits healthcare, right, since there's such a need for this frictionless experience. So, we're going to continue to build out different types of partnerships, things that are tackling not only just patient access and data, but controlled substances and medical record sharing and employee access. So HLTH, incredible conference, our CEO spoke a lot about democratizing data and why Clear is now really taking a big leap into into healthcare. We've also announced a partnership with Verado, which is an incredible company that is really at the forefront of identity management and be well, which is, you know, a, a fantastic digital front door solution. So we're, as we were talking about earlier, right, it goes beyond just health systems and, and health plans, but also working with strategic partners to help really elevate us to the next level and build deeper impact across healthcare. Let's see, you're talking about partnerships on all sides here. It's great to hear other ways that, that uh, this type of service can benefit. And I love hearing about that. 
we should keep going. We should, we should keep thinking about the, this destination because I'd love to dream here a little bit and think about where this can come into play in the bigger sense of how do we have ultimately an easier way to engage the healthcare system when you need to. And I've definitely seen, I mean, I'm really relating to this whole concept of being in the healthcare bubble. Maybe it's just because I've, you know, I've been in it long enough to know it is easy to, to forget that that's not how most people experience it and engage with the system or with the healthcare professional. And knowing that is so important because that helps us put a consumer's needs as part of the change management process. Heaven forbid we even put those needs in the very center of the, our change management process and actually design around those experiences. And it sounds like that that's at the core of what Clear's doing here. So maybe we could dream about the destination here a little bit. It doesn't just have to be with identity management or any of the other components that we mentioned here about what Clear's doing. But when we think about what we hope healthcare is like, I love asking this about what, what types of progress you hope we're celebrating in healthcare a few years from now. I really hope, like outside of identity, that access in general is just easier. And not just getting a doctor soon or getting access to a specialist, but access for underprivileged folks as well. I think that it's just been super easy for commercially insured individuals to get access to care. And then there's the group of folks that have Medicaid and Medicare, but then there's this sort of like forgotten group of, I think it's 25 million people that are sort of like uninsured. And that's crazy because we're this amazing country with fantastic healthcare options, but sometimes, you know, we lose sight of our entire population. And it's complicated because there's cost in politics, but I really look at access and being able to see, I hope that healthcare can continue seeing patients as consumers you know, across the board, regardless of insured, non-insured and so on. And I know that that's a challenge, but I really hope that we continue to move towards access and enabling better access for folks. Clear's doing a lot on the identity space to enable access, but I'm talking about like broader healthcare access, actual access to medical like data, medical doctors, like actual clinicians and so on. I really hope that that's where we can continue to make progress. In. Well, thanks for sharing that vision. I'm curious as you're, you're just going about your work, here, if the word consumer itself, if it makes sense or if it causes people to question, you know, like within the clear team and, and partnerships that you're striking up there, I know the context for that is I, I know a lot of health system leaders who still struggle. It almost triggers them to use the word consumer, especially if you're on the clinical side to say, no, that, you know, they're my patient. And, and it feels like you're removing some dignity of out of the provider patient relationship by calling them a consumer. And it's been kind of a mindset shift to understand why we even use that word and why we talk about a consumer. I've, I've been using the term everyday person lately just because right. it helps understand, yeah, I'm not trying to say this is the person who has options or the person who pays for things because then we get stuck in, well, maybe it's actually the payer, it's the health plan who's the consumer here. And the whole point for me is that the person experiencing it is not always a healthcare professional. Usually they're not. So they have different expectations. They don't just have choices for their care. They have expectations. And that causes us to design a different experience. So I don't I don't know if if the language itself, if the word consumer causes any conflict, you know, when you're when you're bringing it up or if people generally understand that term and why it's used at Clear. I understand why it would sound like maybe they would say we're patients, they're not consumers, but 
oftentimes we're hearing back that they want to start seeing their patients as consumers. So we, we spoke with a health system recently that said that they're not even calling them patients anymore. They're actually going to be calling them consumers and they want to make care personalized. An example that they gave us was if you come into our facility and you prefer to be on the third floor versus the second floor and you like a window when you're coming in to see the doctor, if you're staying in, in the hospital, we want to know that ahead of time. And so they were looking at personalized care at a whole other level that I had never really seen. And so more and more we're hearing about consumerization of healthcare. I think it's because maybe patients, you know, in general are, are there, there's a lot of complaints, right, from the patient side and the various different ways that they have to access care and what they have to deal with and the payer. And there's just so many players. I mean, healthcare is confusing for a person that's not, for the person that's in healthcare, it's confusing if you're not. It's very confusing, and I think we need to need to make it easier. So I'm oftentimes hearing pretty good feedback on the consumer side of it. Ultimately, I think what people want is to enable patients to have a better experience, right? Like that's really the end goal. Like how do we make it better, easier, safer, and faster for them to be able to get care? Right, without the conditional statement at the end of that, yeah, of course we want to make it easier. As long as it doesn't conflict with our status quo or the current ways that we do things, right? Like that's how it ends up being thought of a lot of times. So yeah, I love hearing that and it's great to know that that's part of the mission here. Let's broaden this out a little bit. Uh, what other trends are you paying attention to right now? Maybe they do or don't have to do with with healthcare or with identity or anything. But like, what, what else is on your radar screen these days? I think probably like most of us, I'm definitely watching AI. Right, I'm keeping an eye on it because I'm really curious. I think there's so much opportunity and potential. I use Chat GPT. I used to go to my wife to check certain things that I was writing, and now I got Chat GPT, <laughs> nice. so I don't have to bother her. But I hope that throughout AI, we're we're also thinking about patient safety and information and keeping it secure. So I'm kind of keeping an eye on both of those. I mean, you know, there's a ton that's happening with ransomware and identity theft and access and, you know, MGM, like this huge system, you know, they, they, they were caught up in health systems. It's happening. They're a huge target. So I'm sort of keeping an eye on AI, the benefits, but as well as the risk and dangers to it, because it's become this huge phenomenon. And so really, you know, keeping an eye on that and are there ways to protect the system and the information, and I mean, it's like robots, right? We get a little nervous about what it could be. I, I'm, I'm optimistic about it, but I'm definitely keeping an eye to see, like, where is this going, and how can this impact not just healthcare, but you know, anything, like different types of verticals and how people work, how people interact with each other. It's sort of become like the new search engine mobile phone, and so it's definitely really interesting that we live in a time that we can see this sort of evolve. So. That's what I'm looking at right now. Love it. Well, thanks for giving us so much to think about today. We've gone a lot of different directions here, but I appreciate you sticking with us on all of this because you're laying out a vision and this does help us see what's possible. Before we go, I want to make sure I give our listeners a chance to know the best way to, to connect with you. When somebody wants to connect with you, is that tending to be on LinkedIn or is that somewhere else? What's the best way? LinkedIn is perfect. Yeah, that's an easy way to find me. Marcos Tomisiano. There's not too many of them out there. But LinkedIn's probably one of the best ways to reach out. Yeah, absolutely. Outstanding. Well, that's a wrap for this episode. I've had the pleasure of speaking with Marcos Tomisiano from Clear. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. This was amazing. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please spread the word. Tell your colleagues to tune in for all the awesomeness, then leave a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. This show is produced by Shift Forward Health, the channel for changemakers. Subscribe to Shift Forward Health on your favorite podcast app, and you'll be subscribed to our entire library of shows. See our full lineup at shiftforwardhealth.com. One subscription, all the podcasts you need, and it's all for free. And remember, we might have a lot of work to do in healthcare, but we'll get there faster together. Thanks again. Thank you.